were lied to and the lies that told you to live in fear were not were not true so now you don't live in fear anymore but then you notice hmm maybe the vaccine is what i should actually be afraid of the vaccine is killing me facebook fact checks woman's post about covid vaccine adverse reaction then she dies hmm so okay so here's how it goes so americans realize you lied about the pandemic they don't live in fear now they realize that the vaccine is killing people and they have questions. And so here comes the very people that lied about the pandemic, lied about COVID and forced the vaccines like Fauci. And then they come out and say, we're not forcing vaccines. We're not pushing for vaccine passports. That's the private industry. Scrubbing their hands of the blood that's on them scrubbing their head of the collapse of the countries, the collapse of the supply chain, the collapse of just basic human confidence of walking around the earth. They did all of that. But now that we're awake to their lies, now that we're awake to the deadly vaccines, oh, no, 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 Fauci and Cla oh, we won't, no, 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 we're not forcing vaccines. We're not talking about vaccine passports. That's not us. No, that is you, dirtbag. We know it's you. indeed yes indeed ladies and gentlemen yes indeed yes indeed you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land the hottest podcast across the globe and definitely motherfuckers the hottest podcast on castbox.fm this is this is this is mixture variety hey yes indeed oh yeah oh yeah Yes, indeed, this is Mixture Variety, and I'm your host, Patient Zero. Give it up one time, give it up one time. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, studio audience. What up, everybody? What's going down? What's happening? What's cracking? What's popping? What's going down, everybody? What is 
the Tuesday night vibes like? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know. What's going down, everybody? How's everybody's day? Hope everybody had a good day. Big shouts to Beagle Land. Does anybody else call it Beagle Land besides me? I just like that. Beagle Land. What up, Beagle? Beagle in the building, of course. Castbox.fm, of course. We go live on Castbox.fm four times a week. And let me just start by saying this. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, which means it's my favorite time of day, ladies and gentlemen. It is my favorite time of day, and hopefully it becomes your favorite time of day as well. Yes, indeed. This is Mixture of Variety, the podcast, a.k.a. the Variety Show, a.k.a. the Internet Radio Show, a.k.a. the Everything Show. And we are here with you once again. We go live Monday through Thursday on CastBox.fm. If you want to check us out live on CastBox.fm, it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is go to Google Play or Apple Store and download CastBox.fm. You see how simple that is, boys and girls? Fantastic. If you can't catch the live show, though, it's all good. Listen, I understand. You know what I'm saying? I, I Listen, if you can't catch the live show, I understand. Work gets in the way. Kids gets in the way. Pandemic gets in the way. I don't know if you guys know, but there's like a pandemic going on. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But it's all good because all of our shows are uploaded to every podcast platform imaginable. I'm talking Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Amazon. The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So you can just go on one of those podcast platforms and put in or search Mixture of Variety Podcast or Mixture of Variety, even if you're lazy, and our shit will pop right up. Simple as that. All right? Now, that's Monday through Thursday. Friday, however, we have a special show for you motherfuckers. Friday, we have a special show for you motherfuckers. And that show is on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. So listen, it's very easy to to remember when we go live because we got the 9 p.m. slot on lock. All right, hands down. Monday through Thursday on CastBox, Friday, 9 p.m. on YouTube. And again, if you can't catch the live show, you can always catch our show on our channel, our YouTube channel. All right, just put in. Make sure variety podcast or make sure variety. Simple as that. All right. And also, if you want to know what's going on, if you want to know the 411 on the show, if you want to know what we're talking about that night, definitely follow us on Instagram at Mixture of Variety, of course, the name of the show. At Mixture of Variety. You'll see some of the craziest banners that you'll ever see in your life. Definitely entertaining. We get temporary banned all the time from IG. As a fact, dead ass. But more importantly, you'll know what we're talking about that night. Because some people don't like getting a surprise. You know, and if you follow us on castbox.fm, if you follow us, you will get notification when we go live that second at 9 p.m. 
but some people don't want to be surprised. And why would you be surprised, you ask? Well, I will tell you. If you haven't figured it out by now, this is a variety show. Mixture of variety. Get it? A variety show. Which means we talk about anything and everything, okay? And we truly do. Which means we can talk about anything from mental illness and addiction to having sex with gay midget aliens. Yes, you heard me correctly. Gay midget aliens. Now, oh, and by the way, when I say we, big shouts to my girl, Nikki P., who is my co-host, and she does the show with me twice a week. She does the sex show on Wednesday, and then she does the live video YouTube podcast with me on Friday. And she is a big part of the show. She is my other half. See, it says Patient Zero up here. Most epic podcast ever. It says YouTube up there, and then it says Nikki P, but I think it's blocked. Because, you know, Beagle looks like a fucking video game around my head, so it is what it is, but big shouts to Nikki P, big shouts to Nita, and big shouts to ID, and Leandro, Mello, um, alright, so, oh, then, you know, also, now, in addition to that, big shouts to Bigo. like I said, you guys can catch me on Bigo pre-gaming and just shooting the shit, and I've been recording the shows on Bigo at least Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and the reason why I don't do you know the reason why I'm not on Beagle recording live the entire week, which is what I what should happen, is because Nikki P joins me remotely on Wednesday and then Friday on YouTube, and you guys will not be able to hear her. I can hear her through the headphones, but you guys will not be able to hear her. So until we have that shit straightened out, uh, you're most likely not going to see my face on those days. But just become a fan on Beagle. Just become a fan because you never really know. You know what I mean? Like I was on. Sunday, you know, just shooting shit for Easter because um, I was off work. So you just you never know what I'm going to be on here, really. I wish I could tell you an exact time, but I can't. Um, all right. So now, as I was saying, we we don't only talk about those, you know, extreme sides of the spectrum, right? Having sex with gay midget aliens and mental illness and addiction. Now, mental illness and addiction is the main reason why I've been doing this podcast, the main reason why I wanted to start up the podcast, and the main reason why I did start the podcast, okay? Um, And it was just supposed to be for that, because those were two topics that I hold dear, and I was supposed to, you know, try to help as many people as possible and use this platform to help as many people as possible. Because if I can share my experience, strength, and hope on those topics that I know as we build this foundation from the ground up and as we, you know, build up brick by brick and try to reach as many people as possible, that was the goal. And then it turned into this variety show, ladies and gentlemen. And let me just break down real fast. I know you guys all, all want to want me to get to the, the vaccine talk. Now, okay, so these, ladies and gentlemen, these are just some of the topics that we talk about, and they are the highlighted topics that we talk about, which means you'll hear them more often than others, okay? That's why they're called highlighted shows, 
Okay? Alright. Mental illness, mental health, addiction, sobriety, recovery, experiences in a halfway house or rehab. That's actually where me and Nikki P met. We met in a halfway house. So you can imagine the stories that we have. We have stories for days. LGBT life. Shouts to my LGBTQIA plus PTSD community. I love you. Look, see that? It says I can't even think straight. I really can't. So, I mean, what are you going to do? But shouts to all you guys. I love you. Relationships, current events and news. Sex, ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget about our sex show. Especially CastBox listening. CastBox, please don't forget about our sex show. It'll be tomorrow night at 9 p.m. It's every hump day, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And the reason why I didn't say Vigo, because I'm not doing the sex show on Vigo. Because I like my account and I don't want it deleted. Like I said, I'm a new host here on Vigo. And I've only been doing this for two weeks. And I'm not trying to get my account deleted already. Maybe in a couple weeks. No, I'm just playing. But, um, you know, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say on here. I really don't. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but what I do know is that for my CastBox viewers and anybody listening to the uploaded show on our podcast platforms, on all different podcast platforms, like I mentioned already, if you go to our page, you'll see every Wednesday we drop a sex show. And our sex show is wild. Our sex show is dirty. Our sex show is even raunchy at times. But it's fan-fucking-tastic. And that's why you guys love it. Hip-hop, we do talk about hip-hop. Um, actually, yesterday's whole show was dedicated to hip-hop. We do, you know, like, we'll do, like, top five, top ten have like conversations or arguments or something like that. Um, but then we'll also cover the versus TV battle. If you guys know what I'm talking about, then you are a true hip hop head. Congratulations to all my hip hop heads out there. We do cover the versus TV battles, but yesterday we had a special show because we were covering the condition that seemed to be updating by the hour, the condition of DMX. And you know, for those who don't know, or I mean, if you don't know, you're if you don't know and you're a hip hop head, then you're living under a fucking rock, a heavy rock. Um, but yeah, DMX is a rapper. He was famous in the 90s and then he's been in and out of recovery and in and out of relapsing and has struggled addiction for his whole life. So he had a heart attack and was on life support and, over the weekend and was is now off of life support but is still in a coma that's all i know today um i wish i had an update for you guys i really don't but it seems like it's the same you know it it seems like his his condition is stable right now but obviously not in a good way because if you're in a fucking coma that's not a good way to be stable um but at least it didn't take a turn for the worst you know and they also are not confirming if it had anything to do with directly with drugs like if it was an overdose um they they first said that friday night saturday they first originally said that and then they retracted those statements i don't know why i'm not sure maybe the family just didn't want it out like that or i'm not sure exactly why i don't know exactly um hopefully we'll find out the truth and 
also hopefully it wasn't from an OD, but you know, this man's 50 years old and he's been using like half his life. And me being a recovering addict, your heart can definitely take a beating, you know? So even if it's not directly from that, it could have definitely been indirectly from that. All right, so mindfulness, ladies and gentlemen, we're almost done with this list, I promise. Mindfulness, we talk about mindfulness often. We talk about meditation. We talk about meditation techniques. We talk about um, dialectical behavioral therapy, which uh, really changed my life when I got out of the psych ward uh, on two different occasions. When I got out of the psych ward, it, I, I had a month outpatient dedicated to DBT. If you guys don't know what it is, you can just Google it. Dialectical behavioral therapy, meditation, breathing exercises, staying in the moment, you know, using your five senses to stay in the moment the whole nine. So why am I holding this? Because I'm going to hit the mindfulness bell right now. When you hear the mindfulness bell, everybody just please take a deep, slow breath. Ready? All right. Doesn't that feel amazing? And that bell we do at the beginning of every show. And all it simply is to remind ourselves to remember where our feet are planted and to remind ourselves to stay in the moment because, ladies and gentlemen, all we have is this moment. Thank you so much, G-Bit, for the heart. All we have is this moment. This is when this is where life takes place. Past is the past. Nothing you can do about it. You can only learn from it. You can't project the future, right? Nobody has any idea what's going to happen in the future. You can plan for the future like a smart person, but you can't project you know, I always use the example on uh, 2019 New Year's Eve when everybody celebrated and woke up, you know, for 2020 on January 1st and was like, this is my year, 2020, I, I have 2020 vision, like this is going to be the best year ever. And then the fucking pandemic hit and it was like the worst year ever for most people. Not for me, I must say. For me, it wasn't a bad year. But I just always use that as example as like you cannot ever project the future. I apologize if you hear fucking uh, fire sirens because I live two blocks away from a fire station and I swear to fucking God, every time I go live, there has to be a fire, right? I mean, of course. So I apologize. I just heard the the horn, so I know you're going to hear sirens in a second. Okay? All right. Fantastic. It's a sensitive mic. That's the only reason why I say that. Okay. All right, thank you for saying no problem at all. I appreciate that. You guys might not even hear it. It might just be me, but even me doing the live show and hearing it is just is aggravating. But you know what I need? A mindfulness bell and a breath. <sighs> See, it doesn't bother me anymore. All right, UFOs, aliens. Oh, yes, it's about we're about due for one of those shows. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the aliens to take over. We talk about aliens often and Area 51 and Roswell and stories about um, UFOs and seeing UFOs and other people's experiences about UFOs. And I had a wonderful conversation. It was actually an hour and a half conversation about UFOs and aliens with uh, Bradley from Panic Attack Podcast. Big shouts to Panic Attack Podcast. You can catch out. You can catch that um, podcast on IG at Panic I'm sorry, at the Panic Attack Podcast, and it's P-A-N-I-K. 
Um, and conspiracy theories. Okay, so that kind of goes hand in hand with when we talk about UFOs and aliens and shit like that, because it's either like you believe it or you don't. But for today, I guess. What up, ID? I guess you can consider this uh, conspiracy theory because, like I said before, as soon as you as soon as you hear something crazy, that's something something that's crazy to you, something that you know um, you're you're taught to put on these blinders, and then someone breaks off one of the blinders, and you see something that you're not supposed to see, or maybe you see something or hear something that you don't want to hear or see, or can't possibly think is the truth, but it is the truth. You instantly just say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, right? Because as soon as you get fearful, you don't want to believe it as truth. You know, if a politician or mainstream media propaganda didn't tell you what to do or how to live or put those blinders on and don't look right or left, I don't want to believe it, right? I don't want to believe it. I'm scared. That's 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 terrifying. Like, I can't even think like that. Okay, let's just call that, that person crazy and call it a conspiracy theory right that's what people do that's what people do i don't do that i talk about the conspiracy theories on my show random topics and so much more above all ladies and gentlemen above all above all positive energy and laughs because that's what it's about positive energy and laughs Check, check. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Had to make sure the mic was okay. All right, positive energy and laughs. That's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. You know, if you don't know me, if you're just getting to know me, either on, you know, CastBox or you're listening on Spotify right now or you're listening on iHeart or Amazon or wherever and you just came across the show, or you heard about our YouTube show and you went to our YouTube channel, Mixture of Variety Podcast. Or you simply just Google us, Mixture of Variety, because you heard about this, you know, this crazy show that you wanted to check out. Regardless of anything, positive energy and laughs. Now, I do have to say, I'm not a professional in any way. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I am not a professional in any way don't come here looking for professional advice i'm not a counselor i'm not a therapist i'm not a professional these are just my thoughts views and opinions okay which i'm assuming is why people have a podcast right like 99.9 percent of the time while you have a podcast is because you have thoughts views and opinions but these are my thoughts views and opinions what i'm gonna say tonight and what i usually say in general you might not agree with and you might not like and that's okay because they might not be your thoughts views and opinions they are my thoughts views and opinions see how that works fantastic now some of the shows like mental illness mindfulness and addiction sobriety and recovery those type of shows not only are these my thoughts views and opinions but they're also my experiences strength and hope okay and that's very important, too, because that's the whole reason why I wanted to do a podcast in the first place anyway, to help people with those issues. So that's very important to me. But overall, if I'm just talking about UFOs, conspiracy theories, whatever it is, like you don't have to listen. Like these are just my thoughts, views and opinions. OK. Speaking of that, 
And not to scare you off, I do have to say, this is the disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen. The disclaimer is, if you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you, bruh. Sick and twisted dark humor. Vulgar, uncensored language and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things. And fun. You'll hear on Mixture of Variety, which means listener discretion is definitely advised. What? What? Oh, she's awake. Huh? I can't hear you. What up, Granny? We're over here, Granny. Where's my glasses? Oh, my God. Fucking, there was no podcast. Well, back in my day. Yeah, I know, Granny. There was no podcast back in your day. Fucking old, old hack. What did you say? Nah, nothing. I'm just introducing you. Ladies and gentlemen, what you thought it was just me and Nikki P? Oh, no, we have a third co-host of the show. Yes, we do. And she goes by the name of Granny. Granny is the third co-host of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, she is 100 years old. And she has Alzheimer's and dementia. And we first realized that because her aide would bring her here all the time, even on weekends. We had to, like, shoot them off. We're like, yo, we don't even have the show on the weekends. Like, you're just, you're here too often. But we loved her, you know, after learning about the Alzheimer's and dementia and her being 100 years old. We loved her because, you know, she comes all the time. That's what she said. You know, she comes all the time and it's just like, well, welcome. We're going to have a VIP seat for you. And we made her a VIP seat for her. The Alzheimer's and dementia <laughs> section. No, I'm just playing. There's was a VIP section. We realized, ladies and gentlemen, we came to find out. This lady's tatted head to toe. This lady is tatted head to toe. And we're like, you gotta be kidding me. A couple days in a row, we actually caught her smoking in the parking lot before the show. And I'm thinking like, hold on, 100 years old and you're smoking cigarettes? Like, that's really a problem. Oh, no, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It was crystal meth one day. It was toad, DMT. And then one day she actually had the audacity to ask for a band-aid because she burnt her fingertips on a crack stem. I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. You got to be fucking kidding me right now. And I'm just so happy that this lady is with us. One day, and the last thing I'm going to say about Granny is that one day she came into the studio audience and she was holding a big ass bag and it was almost the size of her. Yes, she is a small lady, but why are you holding this bag? I'm thinking because she suffers from Alzheimer's and dementia that she possibly has sundowner syndrome. Maybe she has sundowner syndrome. And she's going to pull out an AK-47 and just light up the studio audience. I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. That can't happen. That can't happen, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, we had security check her bag. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a three-foot dildo. Bruh, 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 bruh. A three foot dildo ladies and gentlemen i have never seen one of those before and i didn't even know that they made those actually before uh you know later that night i actually googled one and i found one and i bought one for myself but that's another podcast but anyway i was just like you gotta be fucking kidding me so we love this lady and we could not get enough of this lady i mean i can't express the emotion and the shock that took place because it was really the last thing that we expected to pull out of that bag. You know, when security pulled that out of the bag, we, me and Nikki P both looked at each other like. <sighs> Whoa, is all I have to say. Whoa. You know, I must say, 
that the icing on the cake, ladies and gentlemen, was that her 100th birthday coincided with our 100th audio show. Yes, that's right. It sure did. So then we knew, you know what I'm saying, the stars aligned, and we knew for sure that it was meant to be. And we fucking love Grammy. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. We have some breaking news. And the breaking news comes in a form of a segment that we like to call Mini Holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Mini Holidays. Why? Because every day is a holiday. I like turtles. I like, I like turtles. Yeah, we do like turtles, and that is for Nikki P as well. Big shouts to Nikki P, my other half of the show. You can see her on uh, IG all the time at Mixture of Variety. And you can also see banners of Granny getting tatted and wilding out at the nursing home. I had to bail her out last week because she tried to smuggle drugs, um, you know, <laughs> into the nursing home. And she was fighting people. I had to bail her out. But you can see her. She's all over at Mixture of Variety on uh, Instagram for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see. Uh, shouts to Rumi and Rick. You guys rock and everybody listening. I love CastBox. I love you guys over at CastBox Land. See, I don't say just Beagle Land. I say CastBox Land. I say everywhere land. Um, so let me just say this. Give yourself a round of applause. And pat yourself on the back if you made it this far, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of people don't make it this far on the show. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely a lot going on. You know, as, as Granny and her dildo usually say, there's a lot to take in. You know, we understand it. Granny's dildo, the turtle kid for no reason, the disclaimer, having sex with gay midget aliens. It's definitely a lot. You know, we definitely, we understand. But either way, you guys are here with us, and we love you guys for riding out with us. And, uh, you know, like I said, give yourself a round of fucking applause. You deserve it. You deserve it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is everybody's favorite segment of the show, Mini Holidays. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, we got time for it, motherfuckers. We got time for it. Thank you for the heart, Rick. Yes, now, here at Mixture Variety, we believe that every day should be treated like a holiday. And all that simply means is that when you wake up and you realize all your issues and problems and difficulties for the day, just know that there's somebody that has it a thousand times worse than you and be grateful and be in a mind state of gratitude for the entire day. All right. And stay positive. That's all we really mean. Focus on positive energy throughout the day. Focus on what you do have instead of what you don't have and the people in your life and the situations that are positive instead of being resentful or envious or hateful you know, for people or situations in your life currently that you don't have or that you do have and you don't want. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But besides that, we do celebrate many holidays because what this is, ladies and gentlemen, is... Oh, did I pull it up? Yes, I did. What this is, is... Uh, and the reason why we do it and the reason why it's funny is because... We uh, are each and every day when we do these each and every day, there are random things that are celebrated and I'm talking about the most random things you could possibly imagine. And I'm not just talking about 
Easter, St. Patrick's Day, whatever, like holidays like that. I'm talking about random shit that is just like almost you just it's almost like you just put words together and kind of like how I talk sometimes and uh, celebrate it, you know, and that's why we do it. And I think it's pretty funny. And I, you know, Nikki P thinks it's pretty funny. You guys think it's pretty funny. Sometimes they really do have me laughing out loud. Um, I'm still waiting for them to contact me, you know, because I still have a few in the chamber that I would like to uh, express and let them know my take on many holidays, like uh, put a dwarf in the oven day. You know, I'm still waiting for that to be a thing. I'm still waiting to celebrate fly kite with the quadriplegic day. You know, one day, ladies and gentlemen, one day we will celebrate fly kite with the quadriplegic day. And that'll be, you know, I'll take, that'll be because of me. That'll be be because of your boy, Patient Zero. I'll take full credit of that. But let's see what we got today. It is Tuesday. It is April 6th. And it is 2021. And it also is Army Day. Ladies and gentlemen, Army Day. Okay? It's also Church of Latter-day Saints Day. Church of Latter-day Saints Day. Drowsy Driver Drivers Awareness Day. <laughs> Drowsy Drivers Awareness Day. Yes, I think I celebrated that today. I think I was pretty aware of my drowsiness. Fresh Tomato Day. Shouts to Fresh Tomato Day. You guys probably knew that already and probably celebrated already, right? Right. Okay, cool. International Day of Sport for Development for Development and Peace. All right, that's a mouthful, but uh, it's all good. International Day of Sport for Developmental Development and Peace. I'm sorry. Jump Over Things Day. It's Jump Over Things Day. National Caramel Popcorn Day. Did you guys eat some? Did you have some? No? Okay. National Siamese Cat Day. It's like the one type of cat that I don't like. I love cats so much, but not really Siamese. National Student Athlete Day. Just all the student athletes out there. They got to get tested like twice a day. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. National Twinkie Day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's also New Beer's Eve. <laughs> all right. That's kind of clever. Kind of. New Beer's Eve. So that means tomorrow is New Beer's Day, I'm assuming. All right. Uh, Sam Day of Action. S-A-A-M. Day of Action. Oh, okay. Sexual Assault Awareness Month Day of Action. Oh, I didn't know it was... All right, well, we might have to do a, uh, a podcast episode about that. If it's the entire month, we will. We try to touch on anything that they touch on, you know. <laughs> we try to touch on anything that uh, they touch on, you know. That actually was pretty funny, but not. Uh, Teflon Day and World Table Tennis Day, ladies and gentlemen. 
table tennis day. Last time I played table tennis was in my last rehab because it was like one of the main rec activities that we can do. And that was the only reason why. I don't think anybody, anybody would play like, you know, like there would be people that were just like so good at it and got so good at it in rehab and they'd be like, you know, they would think they're the, they're the shit. And then like rehab is over and they'd be like, oh, well, I guess back to regular life now. Guess I can't be a champ on table tennis. Well, anyway, that is many holidays for Tuesday, April 6th. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. All right, all right. Wednesday morning here. Oh, see, yeah, sometimes um, I did notice that, you know. I love you guys from India tuning in. I did notice that a lot of people tune in to the show early morning in India or that side of the world, which is such a beautiful thing because I love, you know, you guys rocking out with us in the morning. But then I should always say night and morning. And sometimes I do, but sometimes I forget. So good morning and good evening to all. All right. So here we are. Here we are. Did you guys get vaccinated yet? Did you guys get vaccinated yet? Are you uh are you are you excited about that? Are you are you wearing it like a badge of honor like you did something right because you you know, you follow the protocol and, and you are official sheeple in the world and you do what you say and you let the government own you and control you and do whatever and scare you into getting this vaccine that's not even a vaccine. That's a, the mRNA vaccine that actually alters your DNA. And I don't want to hear that it doesn't. It does. It does. It puts a protein inside of your DNA, which then changes it. It's kind of like a USB drive into a computer. What are you going to try? What are you trying to tell me that when you when you upload whatever it was on the USB drive and you take it out, that the computer is the same? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because it's not. It's not. And that's with one shot. But you know you need at least two. And you know there's going to be variants. Ooh, scary, scary, scary. More variants. I think they're talking about the fourth wave coming. The fourth wave of COVID. Now there's going to be even more. You know, a, a more uh, possibility of deaths and more fear. Right? So you're not going to just have those two shots. You're going to need it maybe twice a year. Maybe once a year, like the flu shot. Even though the flu disappeared and, you know, there, there is no flu now. But... So you're going to continuously take this mRNA vaccine that is putting more and more protein into your DNA, which is changing it. And you don't know anything about the side effects. You don't know anything about the short-term side effects. You don't know anything about the long-term side effects. You don't know what is doing to you now, and you don't know what is doing to you later. Right? If it's actually doing something to your DNA, what is going to be the side effects Later on, what is going to be the side effects to your reproduction organs or when you're trying to reproduce? Is this going to carry on to your kids? Are you going to be like some people and they just drop dead within four days? 
right? Hank Aaron or, you know, that boxer or, you know, the people that are not even famous. You don't see that many stories because, you know, that's not what the media wants you to look at. That's not what the media wants you to look at, right? The media has puppet masters, and then those puppet masters have puppet masters, and there is a bigger agenda, and there is a new world order happening right in front of her face that they've been trying to do for a long period of time. So the media, for my people on Beagle Land, they can actually see me doing this. The media just has the blinders on and just wants us to look straight forward and don't look left or right and don't question anything. Right? That's usually how it is with anything, even before COVID. Even before COVID, right? That's just how life is supposed to be. Um, but they took it to the 20th degree, to the 20th power, because of COVID. Because, And what I mean with that is they're going to try to take away as many freedoms as possible. And that freedom to at least look to the right or look to the left of those blinders and do our own research. And they're making it harder and harder to do that. Why? Because they're banning everybody and everything and every site and every person who disagrees with their agenda. And before... Like a couple years ago, it wasn't really as blatant as it is now. You know, because once they silenced and took off um, President Trump off of Twitter and Facebook, I knew that we were like, this is the beginning of the end. You know, and I don't care if you like Trump. I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care about that. I'm just saying that they, you know, big tech social media outlets, media in general, you know, and some parts of government decided to silence the president of the United States. And if they're going to silence the president of the United States and block him off of entire platforms when he's the president of the United States, I don't care if you don't like him. I don't care if you didn't vote for him. He's the president of the United States. And when that happened, then it was, they really didn't have to like fuss about it anymore. They were just like, oh, you say something that we don't like? Blocked. Your account is deleted. Oh, you say something that can possibly take off one of those blinders and and say something that is not really a conspiracy theory, but people are saying conspiracy theory. Wait, we don't want people to think like that. We don't want people to look like that, like look in that direction and do their own research. You are blocked and you are deleted. And now, you know, that's all they do. Um, So if you don't agree with them, you you get blocked. And that's what a communist country does, right? Isn't that what a communist country does? I thought so. You know, you you either listen to us or you do what we say and you do it like this. Or you get your arm chopped off, or you get your rights taken away, or, you know, you don't get to leave your house, or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Either way, 
like I said, either way, it doesn't matter if you like Trump or 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 disagree with him. Um, you know, so that was, that's pretty scary. But let me just bring it back, okay? Let's let's rewind for a second. I mean. I guess you could rewind it a lot farther than this, but let's rewind it until this point. Um, if you guys look up Google search, okay, after the show, or Google search now, I don't care. Google search event 201. Event 201. And you will find. I don't want to mess up this, uh, one second. Um, so eventual one was a pandemic exercise, a pandemic exercise. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, a pandemic, uh, exercise. Pandemic Exercise, the John Hopkins Center for Health Security, in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Let's not forget about Bill and Melinda Gates, because a lot of people just say, oh, you're saying, you know, as soon as you hear Bill Gates, it's like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Is it a conspiracy theory, though? You have to look at it as a bigger picture than what everything is. You always have to look at it like that, okay? You have to, if, if the media... And the propaganda is telling you to look straight. Why would you want to be a sheeple? Don't you want to break off one of those blinders and look to the other way and at least do your own research? Right? Don't we have a, a free mind? I mean, right now, that's free. Our mind and our thinking is free as of right now. I'm not saying it's going to always be like that. Don't don't laugh at me either. They, have, they already have technology that you can think to text on a screen. Like, whatever you think, the words will show up on a, on a text. If that technology continues to get more powerful in the next five, 10 years and lands in the wrong hands, which basically is the entire new world order, new world order, which is, you know, putting together this whole madness and wants the one world government and one world, this and new world order. What, you know, they've been talking about it since the eighties, right? If that gets in the wrong hands, that's a problem. But anyway, I digress. Is Oh, and is there a reason why um, Bill Gates is buying up, all the farmland in the country. He owns more of the farmland than uh, more than anyone in the country. Is that something else too to be concerned about? I think so. Do your own research on that. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and John Hopkins Center for Health and Security. Hosted Event 201, a high-level pandemic exercise on October 18th, 2019. Right before... The actual pandemic. What a coincidence. The exercise illustrated areas where public-private partnerships will be necessary during the response to, to a severe pandemic in order to diminish large-scale economic and societal consequences. Wow. What a coincidence. 
months before the the pandemic. What a coincidence. Now, I'm even going to say that where COVID started, where, where like the COVID virus started, a lot of people to this day will say that they don't know. Am I saying I know for sure? Do I see like documents in my hand or, or was I there when it actually happened? No. So I'm just speculating myself. But what I am saying is this. That shit did not start at a fucking wet market in China. Okay? Under a microscope, you can see that the, that the COVID-19 virus is actually made of like four different viruses attached together. One-fourth of that is HIV. I swear to God. And it's only because the HIV, because they needed to attach quicker. It's not like supposed to do anything as far as like the actual HIV or give you AIDS or nothing like that. There's four actually like components to this fucking thing. So if it, if, if it, if it looks like there's four components to this fucking virus, are you telling me that just like came out of thin air or that came out from a, from a fucking bat? I mean, I'm not saying that those wet markets are not absolutely disgusting, <laughs> you know what I mean, and probably are filled with viruses and germs and madnesses and 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 you know craziness that I don't even want to. I don't even. I wouldn't even want to go a hundred foot near there. But I don't think it started there. And there's, especially when this when this first started, maybe about six months into it, is when people started realizing. Or talking more about the Wuhan lab. Okay, so in a Wuhan lab, were they creating it in a Wuhan lab? Who was creating it? Who was a part of that? I mean, looking back now, I, I know that Bill Gates, you know, had his little disgusting fingers in that in some way. Even on the bigger picture, even again, to be like one of the puppet masters to make people, you know, okay, this is what you have to do in this lab i don't know for sure and i don't know for sure you know if if if, it, if, it, if he had anything to do with it but what i'm saying is that if he's making this event 201 and he's planning for it and he's seeing what's going to happen with the pandemic and a possible pandemic and how many people are going to live how many people are going to die and then the pandemic actually hits a couple months later that's too much of a coincidence right that's too much of a coincidence now I definitely believe that the virus came out of a Wuhan lab, laboratory. But was it intentional or not? I guess would be the the main question. Yeah, Pry, that's a that's a great question. That is a great question. I feel like they definitely intentionally did it. I eventually, I, I definitely feel like that they intentionally released it. So now they have this pandemic, and people lose their minds, right? People absolutely lost their mind. Um. The effect of the pandemic, the effect of the pandemic, the effect of COVID-19 was definitely a lot worse than actual 
COVID-19 was than actually COVID-19 was. And what that means is that, you know, they wanted to scare the fuck out of the public. They wanted to see what they can do as far as like how easy they would be able to control the public. And this, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, is just one of the tests. You know, Eventual One was a was a precursor to the test, but this is not over, ladies and gentlemen. This was honestly, this is just a test to see how easy we will become slaves and how easy we will obey and do whatever you say out of fear. Because if you scare people, people will do whatever you say. If they're scared, they'll do whatever you say. Which is why the rollout of this vaccine is, you know, people are lining up. People can't are like, we're praying like, oh my God, I can't get it yet. I can't wait till I can get it. You know, I can't wait till I can get it. And now once they get it, the first shot or they get both shots or whatever it is, then they, they wear like a, like a badge of honor, you know, like I'm just, I'm so happy that I got this, you know, and meanwhile, meanwhile, it's not even a hundred percent guarantee that the shit is going to work against COVID anyway. And it doesn't do shit as far as you not wearing a mask. It doesn't do shit as far as you, you know, six foot distance, three foot social distancing now in some places. I, you know, I know there are some states that are, are you know, finally like you can be out in places without a mask and stuff like that. But definitely not in the, the liberal blue states, you know, like New York and California, Chicago, shit like that. Chicago is not a state, but you know what I mean? In Illinois. And. Even just those states like Texas and whatnot that are giving at least some breathing room. It's only going to be temporary. And you're still going to have to be wearing masks in some places. So everybody got scared about COVID. Everybody thought it was the end of the world. And the reason why was because you could not watch the news without seeing something COVID related, seeing a governor talking about the statistics, seeing the actual statistics, seeing the people that were in the, that were hospitalized that were on ventilators, sorry, ventilators that were, um, you know, the percentage was so small. If you look at the big picture, the percentage was so small, but it doesn't matter if you see those people on TV or if you talk about those people that are on ventilators or you talk about the people that actually did die, then it's a big deal. It is a big deal for some people. But did you guys know also that when hospitals would have people there that would die, like they were sick and they would die for something that was completely not COVID related, they would mark it down as COVID. And the numbers would go up. And the numbers would look a lot worse than they were. That's a that's a fact. That's a fucking fact. I swear to God. Heart attack, you know, high, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, 
uh, fucking, you know, a lung disease, whatever it was, be like, oh, let's let's put that down as COVID. You know, I'm not saying that all of them are like that. Of course, there was some deaths from COVID, mainly, you know, over 75, 80 years old. But that's that's the way to manipulate the numbers. And if you manipulate the numbers from this pandemic that should not even been called a pandemic. Then you have the fear again, right? If you manipulate the numbers and you say, you know, COVID is, is killing this many people and this many cases every single day, every single second on social media, talking to people or watching TV, then that's all you're seeing in, you know, 24 seven, then of course that's going to fuck with your head. That's going to really fuck with your head badly. Did you guys know that the very slight incline of percentage of deaths in the United States didn't even move 1% compared to the last few years? And that's during a pandemic? A little odd, right? Well, the flu is non-existent, right? And, and some people will say, well, yeah, that's because everybody's washing their hands now and wearing masks. And be like, well, you know, yeah, there are a lot of disgusting people out there that don't wash their hands and shit like that. But, you know, that is a possibility. But for it to just completely disappear, you know, when, when, when we're taking flu shots every year? Like, what? So it just disappeared? Well, that's interesting. Not to mention the disgusting bacterial infections that you can get wearing your mask for a long period of time. And not to mention breathing in your carbon monoxide for a long period of time. You know. Not to mention the people that don't wash them as much as they should. I mean, there's definitely not a day that I don't, you know, I wear my, my mask one day at work and that shit goes either in the trash or in the laundry if it's a rewashable one. But, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, like, that That alone can bring and fe fester up diseases. But people do it because they have to do it, right? So when people, you know, were fighting back and making a statement and stuff like that, I, you know, yeah, I wanted to be one of those people, but I didn't. I, I did. I was wearing a mask. And I still wear a mask like I work and stuff like that because, first of all, I don't want to be that person, you know. Um, two, I want to keep my job. And it's unfortunate, but that's just how it works. And then three, it's just like, you know what? If if my peers feel more safe, you know, like if I'm around, you know, whoever who feels more safe <laughs> that I'm wearing this fucking mouth diaper, you know, and getting bacteria infection... Uh, you know, for you, and you're also wearing one, and you just have high risk factor or something like that, whatever, you know, people are definitely, now, especially a year into it, people are definitely, you know, done and sick of it, for sure. Like, before, there was a couple of people that were like, fuck you, it's my body, I'll do what I want. Um, now, it's getting to the point where it's just like, if you don't let us breathe again, or go back to normal life, then we're just going to do it anyway, because now it's just an overwhelming part of the population. But one of the reasons why that is, is because of the vaccine. They'll roll out the vaccine and they'll say, it's a new technology, it's never been used before, 
mRNA. Most people don't even know what the fuck it is or care what it is or do any research about it. They're just like, roll up the sleeve, right? They have the, the new campaign now. Roll up the sleeve. They have all these celebrities and everybody. You know, everybody's doing it. It's like the cool thing to do. Well, fuck you. That shit is not going in my body because I've done some research and I've looked and I know what it is and I don't want my DNA altered. I don't want a protein that shouldn't be there. I don't want to, you know, them to act like they know the short-term effects or the long-term effects because they don't. And that's not only in one or two shots. We're talking probably yearly shot because of all the variants, right? You know, they're not done scaring us yet. They got to be the variant and the next variant and this variant and these two variants, you know. And the vaccines that you the vaccines that you got are not going to handle those variants. So you're going to need at least another two more, and maybe every six months, you know, because of the new variants that keep coming out, they're just going to constantly they're just going to keep being variants, or maybe something even worse. You know, knock on wood. I hope that I'm I'm wrong about that. But when I say, you know, this is event 201 was a precursor to what's happening now, to what's happening now. And they're just like testing out the waters to see how they can manipulate and control us and and keep us like slaves and see for how long. And then maybe they do have something planned in a couple years, let's say, that actually will be a pandemic and actually will be, you know, like people dying left and right Um, because there is an agenda. 2030 in addition to event 201 if you want to look up agenda 2030 you might have heard that about that already but um you know where 2030 is kind of just where they want to build back better right that's how they roll it up build back better and just have an all new civilization at that time 2030 is not that far away so you'll have a civilization with that are dumbed down, slow, maybe can't reproduce, maybe with a chip in their hand. You know, who knows? And a lot of the population will be dead. You know, that's what we have to look forward to. And this was just a test run. You know, I wish I was wrong. I wish I didn't have to uh, do some, you know, research on my own. There's too much research out there that exists that uh, I'm following and reading into every day. Yes, um, Pry. 2030 artificial human beings it's almost like they want they're calling the 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 build back better 2030 2030 and like the world the new world order and shit like that and and to get rid of a certain amount of population um you know bill gates buying up the far the farmlands like what is going to be in the foods you know uh, there's already like processed disgusting sh- shit on 90 percent of our foods anyway um that are dumbing us down and making us lazy and giving us digestive problems and other problems and, you know, fatigue and overweight and stuff like that is such a, a, a potent problem, but it's just like, is now it's just going to get worse. You know, what can that possibly be? And what are the shots that we're going to be getting, 
yearly. What is that going to do? And then how, what is that going to be for our kids or whatever, you know? You know, is the chip next? Because the last thing I'm going to talk about is the vaccine passport. Have you guys heard about that? You knew this was coming, the vaccine passport. You know, there's there's people, obviously, like I said, that are lining up around the building and are just like are treating their two vaccines like they just, you know, won an award or something. And they're so proud of themselves. And they're just like, yeah, I, I did this for my country. I did this for myself, my family, you know, and those are the, the sheeple with the blinders on. They just don't know at all what's going on in this world. And we'll never see the biggest picture, the bigger picture. You know, and it's unfortunate, but I, but there's a huge percentage of people that are like that. Um, they're just, you know, in their own little bubble of manipulation and propaganda and thinking the, the, gov- the government loves us and, you know... And it's one of those things like as soon as once you once you look past that and once you are no longer a sheeple, which to me happened in probably 2014. It's almost like I saw something like I saw over the horizon. And I was like, oh, fuck my life. Like, I almost wish I didn't see that because it was more easy to live in my bubble of propaganda and manipulation. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a lot easier to just like not see the bigger picture. And, but now that I have, and I'm one of the ones that have, um, you know, I can talk about it on the podcast. Yes. But I want to, you know, spread the word as much as possible, which is why I do the podcast and talk about it every once in a while. Um, but you know, the more people that know what's going on and the more people do their own research, the better. And, uh, you know, maybe we can not be a statistic for 2030, you know, maybe we can be, you know, maybe we can change this. Maybe we can, maybe we can change this. Maybe this is not fate, you know, maybe this is not, um, already carved in stone. This is what our life is going to be. It's not, it's not, we still have the ability to change this and do something about it and fight back and. I think the best way to fight back, because these people with, you know, billions, trillions of dollars and the people that own the federal banks and the people that really run the world, we can't, we can't battle them in that sense. We can't battle them socially or financially or anything like that, but we are definitely larger in numbers. You know, they say the 99%. That 99%, if you take the 99% and 89% of those are still willing to roll up their sleeves and just go about their day like they don't know what's going on in the world and they don't know how they're going to make a difference anyway and they're just, you know, watching the news all day and just being manipulated of what they're being told and being, you know, sheep, sheeple, they're still 10% out of that. You feel me? And that's still a large portion of people. And then we can reach as many people as possible. You know? Um, we don't have time, though, because this shit, this rollout has been, if you just think of the last year and a half, from Event 201, planning this, having the pandemic exercise, to going through the entire COVID-19 um 
pandemic, which, like I said, the effect of COVID-19 was a lot worse than COVID-19, a lot worse. People losing their jobs, uh, you know, people dying and you couldn't get close to them because of social distancing and you couldn't touch people and you couldn't like be around people. And, you know, uh, human beings like the drug use was was spiraling out of control and relapses and uh, people with mental illness were absolutely going crazy and losing their shit. People that didn't have mental illness before were like extremely depressed, depressed and had extreme anxiety and panic. Didn't know what was going on and what was happening. You know, so the 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 jobs, I think I already said, you know, so like that part of it destroyed us. Um, and it was a lot worse than the actual COVID-19. Like I said, where some people, yes, they do get it bad and they'll em- emphasize on that and they'll pay attention to that. And that will be the story. That'll be the news story to talk about. when 99.8% of the people that had COVID had either like flu-like symptoms, not even that bad flu-like symptoms, or a slight cough and didn't even know that they had it. I had COVID, or I, you know, COVID, if you want to call it that. I had something, whatever the fuck it was. Felt like, felt like the flu to me. Remember the flu? <laughs> felt like the flu to me, ladies and gentlemen. But... Yeah, these uh, vaccine passports is like, this is where it's at now because you're proud to take that shot or two or four or six or 20. And now you have this little fucking passport where you can go to baseball games and you can go to shopping malls and you can get on an airplane. But if you don't get it like yours truly, I'm not going to have the passport, which means I can't do this and I can't do that. And I definitely can't do that. Hmm. So it's not forced inoculations, but if I want to live and do anything in this world, then I'm going to need it. That kind of seems and sounds like being forced. And when you put me, when you, when my back is to the corner and you're talking to me like that, where we're not going to force it on you, but if you want to live a normal life in the United States, then you have to get it so you can get this passport like other people and show that you got it. Show that you are, show that you're above the people that have not gotten it and show that you're better than. Well, my back is against the wall like that. That's not a pretty place. That's not a pretty place. So these are just, you know, these passports are just starting out and we'll see where that goes and we'll see where the whole next stage of this goes. But what I'm telling you right now is that I know I'm not alone. I know there are people just like me. I know there are people that feel the exact same way as me. And like I said before, we are powerful in numbers. Definitely powerful in numbers. So if you want to put my back to the wall, Am I back in the corner? Then I know there's thousands and thousands of people that also feel the same way. And when we get together, it's not going to be a pretty sight. I'm telling you right now. It's not going to be a pretty sight. I already feel like those vaccine passports are going to turn into a chip under your skin. 
And they've been talking about that for years, the New World Order and, and everybody that, that, you know, covers the news that actually is not the news. They've been talking about that for years. And, I, and I'm telling you right now that if people were, like, basically throwing themselves on the plunger for the for the needle for the vaccine like they like practically just like running and jumping because they were so excited and so happy to get it and um you know maybe maybe possibly get two and then like six months later from now you still get covid anyway or a new variant you know that's the funny part to me funny but sad i feel like if people are like that People will also line up to get a little chip in their hand instead of holding a passport because the passport that shows you have the vaccine and you show everybody that's going to turn into an app. That'll be a, a phone app. OK, you heard it here first. That'll be a phone app where it's like one of those scanning like you're scanning a coupon. So you'd be OK with to walk in places, whatever. Then that will not be enough. The scanning app on your phone will not be enough. The next stage and the next step will be a chip under your under your hand. And and people will also be throwing themselves on that as well. So let me just say this. I don't know if you believe in God, I don't know if you believe in a higher power, I don't know if you believe in Jesus, Allah, or anyone else. Literally, I mean, seriously, like reach out to them and pray every day about this and pray for ourselves and pray for our country and pray for the world um, and pray for that the right people hear this and pray for or I'm going to pl- pray for at least the right people hear this either on CastBox or when it's uploaded to other podcast platforms and when, you know, people on Vigo um, hear it live. I'm just praying that the right people hear it that are going to not just watch it for entertainment, but are actually going to do their own research and are actually going to tell other people to do their own research as well. You know, um, if you don't like what I'm saying, you don't have to listen. If you don't, you don't have to watch. Right. If you agree with me, if you already got your vaccine, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm not I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm just letting you know how I feel. And since I took those fucking blinders off of me uh, about seven years ago and I saw the world for what it is, I feel like in situations like this, before it gets any worse, I'm going to use whatever platform I possibly can to reach whoever I can and to talk to whoever I can um, to spread the word. Because spreading knowledge is the best thing that we have against the new world order, spreading Knowledge is the best thing that we have against world, one world government and the puppeteers, puppeteers. So let us all pray. And like I said, please do your own research. Band.video is a beautiful way to start. Infowars, you know, I've been following Infowars and Alex Jones forever. I'll probably get my account deleted and blocked just because I mentioned that. But Infowars.com for sure. Alex Alex Jones, um, he got blocked years ago. And there's several other people like him and other websites like that. 
So band dot video, not band like you play a band. Band, b a n n e d band dot video and Infowars. Okay, fantastic, everybody. All right, well that was the show. I hope everybody had a good one. Let's see, Price says I heard China is experimenting with dead. To make one alive. Oh, God, this guy's going to run. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? (laughs) Who knows in this crazy world? Who knows? Listen, we live in crazy times. We truly do live in crazy times. Like, who would have thought? You know, if we we were brought into this world, I say all the time, we're spiritual beings living a human experience. But this human experience is fucking wild. Okay? Fucking wild. I have, you know, everybody has their own shit to deal with. Everybody has their own problems, their own issues, their own struggles. And I'm not trying to say that they're not valid. But deal with those struggles in your day-to-day life because otherwise you're not going to be able to take on any anything bigger than that or anything greater than, than yourself. But you have to look at it at the, in the bigger picture always. You have to look at the bigger picture always. You have to find out what this world really is. You have to find out what this world is really all about and not paying attention to or falling for the manipulation and the propaganda. That's the best advice that I could give to you guys. Let me see here. Yes, that is the best advice I can give you guys. Um, all right. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go out like this. Yeah, I know how we're going to go out. I'm going to play two clips. If you guys are still watching, um, you know, just a couple minutes or whatever, if you guys want to vibe out for the end of the show otherwise this will be recorded i'm not going to end the show until i play these clips i almost forgot to do that so i'm going to do that right now remember to check out our show monday through thursday on Castbox, 9 p.m eastern we are live you could check us out on every podcast platform from spotify to apple to iheart to amazon to google etc etc the list goes on and on um, we are there at any time because I upload the shows every night when we're done. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at Mixture of Variety. That's at Mixture of Variety, the name of the show. Very simple. And you'll see the craziest banners of your life. Granny, the third co-host of the show, Granny, she actually has found out about social media and she has her own IG page as well. It is at Granny Dildo. No lie. Deadass. At Granny Dildo. But follow us at mixture of variety that's more important and definitely go to our youtube channel as well we have 13 shows over there you could see us live every friday night at 9 p.m or you could just go to our youtube channel and check us out there mixture of variety podcasts or just type in mixture of variety if you're if you're lazy and again big shouts to Castbox right now listening the people in the room i love you guys but a huge shout to bigo because of you guys giving me the best gift that I can give. Like I said, I'm a new host. If you want to gift me, cool. I don't even know how Beagle works. But the best gift that you can give me is tell one person about the show and you check out the show yourself. And that is hands down 
the best gift that you can give me. And obviously you guys are doing that because our last YouTube show, the views like quadrupled. So I fucking love you guys so much. All right. I'm going to go out and uh, play these clips and then I'm out. So you guys have a great night and we'll see you tomorrow for the sex show on castbox.fm 9 p.m. Nikki P will be joining me. This is your boy and your host, Patient Zero, signing out for the evening. You guys have a great night. I do want to move into the coronavirus. Uh, this is a very widely viewed video, but many of you may not have seen it, uh, of these ER, this ER physician talking about this COVID-19, and he drops a lot of bombshells, and this is very, very much worth your time, I think. Uh, let's take a look. Cut four. Go. I say, do we need to still shelter in place? Our answer is emphatically no. Do we need businesses to be shut down? Emphatically no. Do we need to have, do we need to test them and get them back to work? Yes, we do. The White House Coronavirus Task Force expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says otherwise. With uh, national- you know what's interesting about the Fauci hasn't seen a patient in a long, long time. He's been in that job 36 years and in the federal government 50 years. He hasn't seen a patient in a long, long time. He's getting paper, paper shuffled. And he's taking a look at these are frontline individuals, these other doctors. Go ahead. I don't want to hide in my home, develop a weak immune system, and then come out and get diseased. Reporting the disease, Erickson claims, is being forced onto healthcare professionals. ER doctors now, my friends that I talk to say, you know, it's interesting, when I'm, when I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID. Why is that? Why are we being pressured to add now COVID? Stop. I have pointed this out, right, Mr. Producer, for weeks. And when I looked at their form, the federal government's form, the March 24th form, it was the fallback position. If you're not sure why the person died, if you're not sure what the main reason was for the person dying, if you think they had this virus, then put it down. And I've been objecting to this day in and day out, and NPR and ProPublica and all the rest of the left-wing kook operations have attacked me for this. It's not just that they were way off on their models, bad data on the fatality rate, which was much, much lower which we pointed out six weeks ago with the help of Dr. Ioannidis and Dr. Katz, among others. But I've been pounding this issue that the definition of dying from the coronavirus has been very ambiguous. And I'm not saying they're pumping up the numbers for any reason. Maybe they are. But the numbers are definitely being pumped up by bad data gathering. Go. Maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. According to Erickson, there is something much larger at play here. This is not about science, and it's not even about COVID. When they use the word safe, the word safe, if you listen to the word safe, that's about controlling you. So when I talk to all my ER doctors who work in a hospital, no stake in the game, same opinion. What will happen to these two ER doctors who are on the front lines and have actually been keeping data, significant amount of data? What will happen to them nationally? Two things. People like me will draw attention to them because what they're saying is very, very important. And the left will either trash them or ignore them. That's exactly what's going to happen because they build up Fauci. Why? Because Fauci supports the centralization of governmental power, Mm. the centralization of economic decisions just like Pelosi, just like Schumer. And so the media supports it. 
I've said now for over a week, maybe two weeks, that Fauci needs to step back now. We got his, his expertise, his medical expertise, but they got to leave it to other people to make the decisions about our economy and our society. Okay. All right. Well, that was the most epic thing that I've ever heard. And I had to play it because I had to save that clip for you guys for the show. And uh, I almost, you know, forgot to say that or play that. Um, That was intense, right? That says a lot in like three minutes. And you guys process it how you want to process it. But uh, I know I said I already said I was going to leave and I'm going to close the show on this. Okay. I'm going to end the show on this, ladies and gentlemen. You see how he was just talking about Dr. Fauci? And you guys know Dr. Fauci. I mean, Dr. Fauci, who hasn't seen a patient, like you said, in like 20 years, and he's just getting shuffled papers and because now he's part of, you know, the, the industry. Or he's, he's part of the agenda, right? But he's the one that built up the trust, you know? Little do you know that he works hand in hand. I mean, he's basically got his entire thumb up Bill, Bill Gates' ass. Like, they are hand-in-hand. Hand. You can see photos of them back in the day. It, you know, like people don't realize that. Or maybe just don't want to realize that because it's never reported on. Well, I found a nice little clip about what Fauci was saying about masks. You know, Dr. Fauci, a.k.a. COVID-19 Jesus. So let's just give it up for COVID-19 Jesus, Dr. Fauci, talking about masks. Okay? And then we'll end it. Bye now. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often... There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course, and... of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. <laughs> so the idea of vaccine passports, which oh, I, I think we're unlikely to see become a feature of federal law or federal regulation, but much more likely to see become effective when big private sector companies enforce them. You can't fly on airplanes, yeah. for example. Yeah. Maybe you can't stay in hotels. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That's coercive, obviously. And as for the vaccine as you are, once again, you've taken it yourself. Does a, a vaccine passport kind of violate the principle of patient autonomy? Uh, look, I think I think mandating vaccination does. Let, let me let, let's let's talk. Take some time about this about this vaccine passport. I think it's going to be a disaster, an absolute disaster. Look, we can't even get our act together to get people to register to vote properly. <laughs> you good point. Let, let me ask you a question: Who do you think is going to get excluded from this vaccine passport? It's not going to be the nice people in Naples, Florida, or Newtown, PA. No. It's going to be the good folks who live in North Philly and West no, Philly. It's, totally it's going to be people in Washington, D.C. and in the Deep South and in, and, in, and in Western PA who don't have access, don't have the, the, the health literacy that it requires. Right. It's going to it's going to be a disaster for civil rights, for equity. No, it's you're going to totally be a disaster. Right. But, but the other point I wanted to make about this vaccine passport, I think we should not call it a vaccine passport. This should be an, if, if there is any such thing ever, it should be an immunity passport. So in other words, if you've had a natural infection and you can demonstrate that you have IgG levels in your blood that are protective, or if you've been vaccinated, 
you should get this thing, whatever this thing is going to be, right? I don't, I don't agree with this thing ever coming into existence, but if it's going to come into existence, it should not be a vaccine passport. It should be an immunity passport. So if, of course. if, if my brother-in-law or my sister ended up getting COVID and I can show you that they have 85 to 90 times the level of antibody off baseline, they're immune. Why, why are we forcing these people to get vaccinated on top of Well, this raises a larger question, which is why the focus on the vaccine and vaccination? The focus, I imagined, of public health would be public health. But instead, the vaccine, getting the vaccine, appears to be an end in itself. And I'm not alleging any kind of malintent or conspiracy, but it's very striking and it makes me nervous. Band.video, B-A-N-N-E-D. Band.video, Infowars.com. Deuces!